0: Rutherford issues on News Radio WGNS. We're powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Take control of your account management and energy consumption with the My MTE app. Download from the App Store and manage your account, improve your energy habits, and more. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. We are going to be finding out a lot of information about Waves and what Waves is all about. Stacy Davis and Gina Wilson are joining us today. Uh, Stacy, first of all, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks good for to having have us. you. Absolutely, yeah. Gina. Good to see you. You too. So, uh, Stacy, you want to tell us about Waves? What is Waves?
1: Yes. So, Waves is a nonprofit. We're actually fifty years old this year. So, we've been in Middle Tennessee providing services to children and adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, all of our programming and services um, go throughout the lifespan of an individual. So we have our early learning program, um, and that's why I have Gina here with us today. Um, our early learning program provides developmental therapy to children um, from birth till the age of five. And so helping them meet those developmental well, developmental milestones Um, if if a child or a loved one still needs to have intervention after they've exited the um, school program then we have our adult services that can pick up and provide further intervention so we've got residential programming day programming um, and then also employment services so we kind of wrap around an individual in all aspects of their life to help them live the best quality of life that they can um, and um, live to their full potential but here in Rutherford County, we receive funding through United Way of Rutherford and Cannon County. And in Rutherford County, we specifically provide developmental therapy to children. And so that's why Gina's here to talk more about those services that are provided.
0: Oh, well, great. Uh, and and so how long have those services been here in Rutherford County?
1: That's a good question.
2: Um, let me think. Um, We've had an early learning program at WAVE since 1984. Okay. Um, but maybe in Rutherford for the last, let's say, six years.
0: Okay. Um, that is that is a good uh, basis. So <laughs> early learning services, kind of walk us through what it is exactly and, and, and how you help folks in that way.
2: Okay. We serve families who have had a child with a disability or some sort of delay. So at birth, we might get a child who has um, – diagnosis at that time we get a lot of preemies we've served um little ones who were who were born as light as 14 ounces if you can imagine that the next time you go to the grocery store and you pick up four sticks of butter you know just pause and think about that as you as you pick that up
1: yeah it's like less than a bottle of water
2: yes (laughs) that's great. so um so of course people usually don't plan on something like this happening to them so what we'll do we come to you You've got a, a family, maybe who's had this little one, and uh, we come to your house, and we teach the parent how to teach their child to the, um, to empower them to their greatest potential. We will do things like um, show the parent how to hold this child to build that muscle tone or how to... Um, Position them so that they can grow Uh, So if we get a child at birth they have a diagnosis at birth Uh, We have a lot of little ones with Down syndrome or maybe some birth trauma or something like that and then we'll get a lot of Referrals around the time the child's six months old Maybe they're not quite holding their head up or something like that for whatever reason and then um I've been at Ways for 15 years, and a big difference I've seen are these children who are diagnosed or eventually diagnosed with um, autism. So we'll get a lot of referrals around the age of 18 months. Maybe your 18 month old is still not talking, and um, we we get a, a substantial amount of referrals around that 17 to 19 month um, age. So we'll come in, we'll help that parent teach this child how to start communicating or talking or or whatever that child might need Mm
0: -hmm. you mentioned that um you deal with a lot of preemies and so you know as i was thinking about that sometimes preemies that their only um health issue is that they were born very early is that correct so it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that this child has a disability that follows them throughout the rest of their life for you to be able to help
2: Mm-hmm. that is true but if we can get in there and help that parent we can help that child catch up and we expect a preemie to really catch up to
1: their peers by the time they turn two. Mm-hmm. Oh wow yeah so um, yeah. early intervention is super important to children yes um, the earlier that you can catch something and provide that intervention the better they're gonna be in the long run
0: and have that ability to uh, be on par with their peers because when school starts you know that that's we want them to not mm-hmm. be behind
2: Right. Exactly. And if they have that potential, we want to find it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very individualized, it sounds like, the, the work that you do with, with parents and, and, the, and the babies.
2: That is true. The family establishes the goals. You know, what do you want your child to do next? We update those goals every six months, and uh, that's what we address. If this family wants the child to hold his head up, then that's what we work on. And... Um, you name it. We're going to support that family to help their, their child reach their potential. Mm-hmm.
0: Gina, I would think, too, that um, as the child grows, so does their need or the, the needs change, you know, yes. as as they develop.
2: Yeah, so a lot of times, especially with these preemies, you know, the parents are so overwhelmed. You know, they their little one might be on oxygen. They might have a lot of things going on. And then t- just to watch that family learn everything they need to learn, and then to um, you know help their child along—it's it really is beautiful. And then they become advocates too. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we have uh, Stacey Davis and Gina Wilson joining us from Waves. And uh, Stacey, uh, finding abilities, fostering community. That's kind of your uh, yes. uh, uh, mm-hmm. baseline of, of, of what you do uh, there. The services, um, you know, how, how does a parent of, of a preemie know that these early learning services are available? I mean, uh, are they referred to you? Is that yes. how that works?
1: Um, all the children that we serve are referred to us through the Tennessee Early Intervention System. And so if a parent has a concern or they think that there might be something a little bit different and they need to have some attention um, focused on their child, they can talk to their um, health provider. Um, And if if that isn't there, you can do self-referrals into the TEIS system. And so through that. The TEIS program, they send the referrals out based on geographical location um, to what service provider can best provide services for them, and then that's how they get connected with Waves.
0: Oh, okay. Very good. I I, I want to go back to something you mentioned, Gina, because, uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've had a newborn. Mine are in their 20s now. But... I do know the shock and awe that came with bringing a baby home. It's like you are I, I hear parents say, well, we want to be prepared. But you're never really fully prepared, and especially if something unexpected happens, uh, premature birth or uh, some type of uh, developmental delay, disability that you're really not prepared for, can be really a very tough time.
2: You're right. It's it's tough just bringing home a full term, uh, healthy baby. Um, and I speak from experience. I was that parent. My husband and I were those parents who were determined to do everything as we should. We took all the classes beforehand. And then when our first son arrived, they mentioned something called Down syndrome, and I was like, "Wait, I think I've I I think I've heard of that before." I had no idea what that was and then they started saying all of these words that, that I had no idea what they meant. And, and, and it was truly overwhelming.
0: I would think frightening too.
2: Mm-hmm. And scared to death.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can speak from a lot of personal experience, yes. which also has to help in, in many situations because uh, I, I think many times we may feel like this is only happening to me and, and mm-hmm. not have a way to figure out what, what to do next
2: yeah we also um we we like to join people together uh that and uh you know we can google now now when my son was born couldn't google we didn't have computers or anything <laughs> like that so that tells you how old i am but um having that connection with someone else he mm-hmm. was going through the same thing is uh can be life-changing
0: but to to me you mentioned the google so we'll go there <laughs> with that you can get uh, ten different searches on the same thing and ten different answers, and some of that can—I mean—you can get in such a rabbit hole that it's—it's it's very scary to—to to think, um, you, you know, if—if if this is the case here, and, and how to make it fit to your situation, and uh, sometimes um, w- we can do more harm just by true. doing that search, mm-hmm. can't that, we?
2: That is—that mm-hmm. is true. I mm-hmm. have to agree with you there, but if you can just get connected with That's other the folks who who are are like you, and I know from personal experience too, that meeting that one friend uh, who the same thing had happened to them at the same time, Um, she's still one of my very closest friends, and, and she was always there for me. And so sometimes we'll connect our families, especially if we have these really rare things going on, maybe an unusual diagnosis or something, connection can really make a difference for these families Mm
0: -hmm. the the connection stacy sounds like that's that's the a a big part of of what you do Mm -hmm. um you know so don't feel isolated don't feel like there's there's no help and there may be some folks out there listening right now that are in a in a situation that you could definitely help with uh while people are oftentimes connected early on uh if they haven't been sometimes maybe folks fall through the cracks what would you suggest that they do to to maybe see if your services would help
1: yeah so if if you think that you need some sort of support and services you can always reach out to us at waves Um, you can find all of our contact information online at wavesinc.com and just ask us questions on what you think you should do and um, we can provide that guidance and stuff whether it be um, look for a referral through the TEIS system or um, look for support because um, it's always a question of like who's closest to you that can provide the best services and um, there's a lot of different service providers in our area that provide developmental therapy and, and so,
0: that's waves w-a-v-e-s just like you wave your hand com. Correct. Okay. I I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, no,
1: That's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Earlier when Gina was talking, um, she was talking about the support and things that can happen. One of the things that I think is most beautiful about the early learning system that we have and how our programming is set up is that it takes place inside the home. It's in the natural environment of the child. So we're not saying, let's go into a classroom, let's like implement all these tools and toys and Mm -hmm. everything that a family might not have access to on a daily basis where they're utilizing the natural environment of the child to help with their development. So it makes it almost easier for the parent to um, wrap their head around (laughs) um, how they're a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one, it's that one-on-one attention. So you're not fighting in a classroom for the attention or for your question to be answered. You're getting it answered on a weekly or biweekly basis, however often your child has therapy.
0: And yeah. I'm sure a more comfortable setting for, for parents, too. Oh,
1: for sure, yeah. And mm-hmm.
2: especially if you have other children, you know, you don't have to drag them out to go to yeah. a therapy in a clinic setting. And then it when becomes a family.
1: It becomes, yeah. a family. it becomes a family experience because I've heard so many stories from our early interventionists talking about how, we'll. Big brother wanted to be able to participate like he loved the ball and he wanted to play with it, too. Mm -hmm. So we talked about how we can play together, you know, with the child, you know, and how he can also be a part of the development of his younger brother, you know. And so it's really neat when those start thing. It's the therapy and the services are there for the child, but it's impacting the whole family union. I had this one situation
2: where grandparents were taking care of five little grandchildren. Oh yeah. So one of them had a speech delay and of course he would run from me when I came in the house sometimes because he knew I was going to make him work. But the (laughs) other four were right there so I gave them assignments. All these older siblings I said, okay this week you teach him where his nose is and you teach him where his eyes are. And so sure enough by the next week I come in and all the older siblings have worked with their little cousin and he knew all of his body parts by the next week <laughs> and and I just I loved that so much and these older cousins were empowered they they were the leaders here mm-hmm. and they taught their little cousin where his nose was where his eyes were
1: mm-hmm. it, it takes great. that helpless sensation out of it and it, does. it like empowers everybody to be a part of yeah, and the grandparents are like, whew, got that. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> they got that taken care of.
0: So uh, again, find out more at wavesinc.com. And uh, Stacy, Gina, I want to thank you both for coming in here today and uh, spreading the word about Waves. If we can help in any way, just let us know.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank good. you so much.
0: All right, very good. Again, uh, Stacy Davis and Gina Wilson joining us today. And if you missed any part of our program, you can check the podcast at wgnsradio.com just look under Rutherford Issues for the podcast button and uh, also wherever you listen to audio whether it's Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play we're in all of those places just for you